Pastor Michael E. Tan. I'm the senior pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We're at 311 North Dunbar, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We want to welcome you to today's program. Today you're going to be listening to a word either from myself, my lovely wife Kimberly E. Tan, or associate minister at Bethlehem, or teacher. But before we get into word today, we just want to welcome those who are listening throughout our MySpace page at www.myspace.com backslash Pastor Michael Eaton. That's E-A-T-O-N. Maybe listening through our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com or podcast of the same name, Hear God's Word at Bethlehem or through our Women of the Divine Faith or other Ministries all on the internet. Now, let's get somewhere in America today. There's a four hundred million dollar lottery. (laughs) Is it okay to ask God to let you win that lottery? I like that. <laughs> okay. I like that answer, and I and I, I really kind of interpret it that way. You can ask God for anything, but that doesn't mean that he's going to answer you for that thing, okay? Hello, somebody. Isn't that good? And one of the reasons why, why I like to say that is because you need to pray. Paul says in the Bible, what? To pray what? To pray without ceasing. So if you're in the habit of praying about everything that you're going through, and and people think that because you pray that a no from God is not an answer. Hello? (laughs) Hello, as parents, if your kids ask you for something, and you say no, is that an answer? <laughs> it may not be the answer they want to hear, but it's an answer. Okay? So I would say that it is okay to ask God for anything. And here's the other second part of that. Is there anything that you should not ask God to answer? Dick, you look like you, you want to answer, but you don't want to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> because sometimes, I mean, most times that question is like, if, you, if there's some things you should not ask God to answer, you already know the answer to it yourself. <laughs> I mean, let, let, let me put it this way the, the, the best way to know uh, how to pray is in the Word of God. Don't ever pray for anything that, that outside of his will, which is his word. There are a lot of single folk that may be praying for a wife. Hello, somebody. Or praying for a husband. Lord, send me a... <laughs> and you see that brother up there all tatted up and you say, Lord, woo, give me him. <laughs> woo, he's six foot tall. Woo, <laughs> you can pray 
all you want because if that man is not saved, hello somebody. God is not Hello, somebody. God, God ain't going to give it to you. Now, you go out and do what you want and suffer the consequences. Hello, somebody. But the Bible says to not be unequally yoked together with an unbeliever, so you cannot pray for a unbeliever. Hey, can't pray for Chris Brown. I don't know whether he's saved or not, to tell you the truth. I just can go by his actions. <laughs> can't pray for Denzel I don't know whether he's saved or not the concept is he married that don't matter in our day and time <laughs> some of these women are jack of married man hello somebody <laughs> they pray Lord give him to me give him to me God said he married you say Lord give it to me give it to me hello somebody but anyway <laughs> the principle here if you really want to know how to pray you have to pray according to God's will because the context of this verse is that God will not give you anything that's not good for you. Right. He used the illustration of a parent who knows how to give good gifts to their children. That's right? right? How many parents in here give your kids candy all the time? That's <laughs> <laughs> just <Sister> Denise. What? <laughs> you give a candy all the time? <laughs> if you give them candy all the time, guess what? They're going to what? They're going to get sick, have rotten teeth, and eventually probably die from malnourishment. Hello, somebody. Let's go on to this point number one. But the Bible's telling us tonight that we can and should petition. It says, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you'll find knocking the door will be open to you. So God is challenging us to pray. Ask. Ask him. See what he's with his answer. Pray. Because he wants to have a conversation with you. He wants to talk to you. And this is what they call in the Greek in the present indicative mode, which means it's a command to do something repeatedly, over and over again. Ask him. Pray. Say to your neighbor, neighbor. Pray about that thing. <laughs> and, 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 and Matthew 21, 22 says, if you believe, you receive whatever you ask in prayer. But remember, it's in the context of what's good for you. It's in the context of what's good for you. Can anybody tell me tonight what's, what's good for you that you can pray about? Happiness. Health. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Somebody said what? Healing. Okay, that's good. Oh, forgiveness is a very good one. Being more in tune to the Holy Spirit. All that kind of stuff God wants to answer. Why don't you ask him? If you're a teenager, you want, you're about to get ready to go to college, got a year left in high school, pray and ask God. To show you the right college you can you need to go to. Wisdom to make the right choices. Those who are single need to be praying for a mate. Hello, somebody. Pray for a mate. Hello, somebody. I almost was going to show this video. I might show it one day, maybe in a singles conference somewhere. 
This girl was on her knees and she was having a woo, she was having a conversation, she was talking, woo. I can't tell you everything she said. <laughs> but she said, Oh, making rich and uh, oh, you know, but having put me on the bank account and uh, make him have uh, uh, four cars and give me three cars. <laughs> make him <laughs> make him six foot tall. Make him and then her last part of the prayer was and let him and let him ring my doorbell right now. And, and the doorbell rang and then she took about two minutes to get ready because she wasn't even ready for an answer. Hello, somebody. But anyway, somebody think about that later. She went to the door. It was a guy, a guy, a guy in a wheelchair. Said, hey, baby. <laughs> now, I don't know whether that was God's answer or not, but. Uh, uh, what you pray for, a lot of times, God will send it to you, but you got to be able to recognize it. He could have had four cars or no. Hello. And a millionaire. Hello. He could have been six foot tall. Hello. <laughs> but when you pray, and that's why you have to communicate with God, uh, because... Because you have to know him and know how he works, know how he moves, know if it is him or not. Amen? Amen. Let's go to this second question. Question that I need somebody from the youth department to answer. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we go there, let me go ahead and look at this video. I think this video gives a, a real good interpretation or kind of a different interpretation of what this text is saying. It's uh, using sign language, using sign language, okay? And we'll look at that. Okay, youth, y'all do that. Can y'all do that for me? Okay. Okay. What does that mean? Ask. Seek. Y'all do that. Seek. Youth. Okay, see. Seek. Ask God. Seek God. The desire to see as God sees. To seek Him. That's deep.
Hmm. Okay, let's do this together. You. Mark. Okay. Okay, she's going to sing a little song. I will listen to the, the verse. And if y'all can follow along with her, then we'll move on. If y'all can. Y'all did the study. Okay, here we go. She didn't show us that part, but anyway. See? She did do that a little bit. Not. Oh, Pass. See. And knock. Amen. Pass. See. And knock. Amen. Give them a hand clap and pray. They did that good. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to need an official spokesman from the youth department and some other folks to deal with this one. Have you, uh, have you, I don't know what I was saying, have you, have, have you, have you ever been seeking God for something and you never got it? Have you ever been seeking God for something and you never got it? Have you ever? Yeah. Wait, wait, we wait for the youth. They gonna lead us out tonight. They came up here, so they gonna participate. <laughs> Have you ever? Yes or no? It's yes or no answer. Oh, no, not let the spirit move me. Just ask you. <laughs> It's just a, a yes or no answer. You've never asked for God for anything and he's not ever said no? Okay, okay. We're going to let y'all off the hook because y'all are kind of shy tonight. <laughs> Adults. Tim, you look like you want to say something. Adult Tim. <laughs> I just say adult Tim. Tim one. Tim one. <laughs> Uh, have you ever asked for God, God for something and you never got it? Okay, what you want to share? <laughs> you gonna keep it real? <laughs>
Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're praying love. Amen. 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 Thank you for sharing. You've been kind of quiet tonight. You want to share something? <laughs> you want to say anything you ever asked? Okay. Praise the Lord. I like the way you said that. You're still asking. You're still seeking. That's what the text says tonight. You know, ask, seek, not. So praise the Lord. Now we can pray with you. Amen. God bless you. Now let me mess with. I always like to mess with Amber because she's so shy. <laughs> Is she not shy? Okay. Well, she's shy up in the church. Yeah. So tell us a little something. Amen. Praise the Lord. Never got it. I just haven't yet, but I will. Amen. Okay. You, there's something you want to add to that? No. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger? handle it really well. <laughs> if anybody didn't know or see it, you know, know you share that testimony, they wouldn't even know you have it. Because you do more than what most of us who, are, who don't have it do. So you glorify God and your infirmities. Amen. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He prayed a prayer that you, that you removed it. Keep you humble. Amen. I know. You struggle. Amen. Sister Paper, did you want to add to that? Okay. Oh, man. Ooh, yeah. Huh. 
Since you mentioned Sister Daphne's name, why don't we take him <laughs> You have anything to say? Have you ever prayed for something God hadn't answered? you that even if you feel that God has said no to continue to patrol okay? uh, because the Bible says ask and it will be given seek and you will find and we're talking about good stuff okay a lot of stuff outside of the will of God and a lot of stuff you mentioned tonight were good were good things and and if and and you need to continue to talk um, as Matthew 7 and uh, A says, everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and the one who knocks the door will be open. These are good things from the Lord, and you've got to believe that God wants to give you good things. God will bless you with good things, and you have to pursue him. You have to patrol for it. If you pray for it, you have to get up off of your knees and look for it. There was a, 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 a man who had what they called a prodigal son. And when that prodigal son came on the scene, his daddy was where? His daddy was waiting on him. Hello, somebody. He, he was waiting on him. And, and that's what you have to do with your prayers is that when you pray, you believe God, and you have these conversations with God, you have to believe God will answer, and you've got to be waiting on him, patrolling, waiting on him. That may be unemployed, uh, you ask God to give you a job, 
But but you don't do like the girl in the video say, Lord, send it to me on my front door and let it ring my doorbell. <laughs> no, you got to patrol for that thing. You got to look and, and read the, the, the won't ask and go out and fill some applications. Hello, out. Hello, somebody. I, I met a Christian talking about, I believe God going to send me a job. I said, you believe God going to send you a job? Did you fill out any applications? <laughs> no, 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 that ain't how God works. You got to go out and you got to go through the process to get what God wants you to have. Actually, that's actually faith. If you believe God said you can have it, hello, somebody, then you do the things that you need to do to get it. It's like some young folk may, you want, may want to be a doctor or a lawyer, okay? God ain't just going to make you a doctor or a lawyer. Guess what? have to go to school. Hello, somebody. <laughs> Especially you want to be a doctor. I think how many years of school is that for a doctor? Is it eight? I think it's eight to 12 years, isn't it? It's about 12 years to be a lawyer. How many years of school do you have to go to? I think it's four and then you got to uh, uh, so you got to go through the process and ask God to help you to get through the process. Amen? Yeah, man. We're going to look at this last video, do this question, then we're going to pray. And I thank you for your participation tonight. This video is just showing you about the power of God. And um, I think it was made uh, from somebody in China. But it's showing you about the power of God. The God that you're having a conversation with is a God of power. The God of all creation, Genesis 1 and 1. The maker of all things, Isaiah 44, 24. The Lord Almighty, Haggai 2 and 9. This is our Father. Ask of our Heavenly Father, ask Him. Seek his face. Knock on the door of heaven. Ask. Seek. And knock. He is God. Amen. Have you ever believed God for something and God said no? Why did he say no? Do you believe that he can? Again, a legitimate answer from God, even after you've asked him, after you saw him, after you've knocked, is no. And usually there's a good reason why God says no. It's not good for you. Remember the context. A father, a parent, knows how to give good gifts to his children. If it's not a good gift, God ain't going to give it to you. But even if God says no, you have to still believe that he can. We'll give this illustration. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. 
thought to be probably more the youth age than our age, young, young people. Wouldn't bow down to the image. And they said, what did they say? Yeah, you're going to go to the fire, but what was their response? They said what? Amen. They said also, they said, but even if he doesn't, they believe that God could deliver them from the fire. But what? But even if he doesn't, I'm still not. <laughs> I'm still going to worship God and God alone. And, and, and that's when you really know how to talk and have a conversation with God. Because you serve God whether or not he answers these prayers or not. You know, you, you serve him anyway, even, even if he don't heal your body, if he don't give you a house, if he don't give you a mate. Hello, somebody. You serve him anyway because he's worthy uh, to be served. But even as you serve him anyway, you don't give up. Keep seeking. Keep asking. Keep knocking because a lot of times we take God's no. Well, a lot of times we take God's wait. Wait is an a, a, a answer that God gives for his people. Wait. Wait on it. I'm going to answer. You want him today, but I'm preparing him. Two years from now, he'll be ready. Will you be ready? Hello, somebody. Wait. And, and, and that's why, you know, we, we teach the, 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 the present dignity mode in this text. That keeps it, keep knocking. A pounding, as we say. Uh, knock and the door will be open to you. Jeremiah 29, 13 says, You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Really, that's what conversation with God and prayer is all about, is developing a heart for God. Communicating. You can't love somebody that you don't communicate with. Hello, somebody. You remember when you first started dating? Hello, somebody. You first started dating your wife. Y'all used to talk all the time. Hello. Hello. Talk all night long. Hello, somebody. Fall asleep on the phone. Wake up the next morning and say, Hello, you still there? <laughs> Because <laughs> you communicate, you, you love them, you communicate with them, you know. And that's what we got to do with God. Seek his heart, not his hand. Hello, somebody. A lot of today's Christian, Christian folk, they seek God's hand. Like the little, little child in the first video. Let me, give me, let me, let me, let me have. Let me have. Hello, somebody. <laughs> but conversate with him. Talk to him about everything. Asked, seek, and not. Oh, okay, go ahead, Sister Jackson. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, the. the
I think that's exactly why I spoke when she mentioned the prosperity gospel. Preachers are saying that this is what you should, God will give you, you know. If you send money to them, God's going to give it to you. And if you believe that fallacy, it's going to fail all the time. You're going to walk away thinking that God don't care for you. And that's why in preaching this text, we have to preach it in context. And after uh, these verses, it says that, that, that God is like a parent who knows how to give good gifts to their children. And many times the gifts that we ask for are not good. If I want a $400 million lottery, you think I'm going to be here tomorrow? <laughs> Friendly! <laughs> Friendly, I would. <laughs> but I wouldn't want to test me on that. <laughs> Go ahead, Dick. <laughs> example of David. David, when he was back taking care of the sheep, he got the reputation as a man after God's own heart. He got blessed and became king. Hello, somebody. He started uh, getting women, harems. God told him not to do it, but he went ahead and do it. He had collected, made his collection to the point that he just, he had no self-control and saw that woman on the rooftop and that was the, the beginning of the end for him. But as long as he was back, back there, taking care of the sheep, that's when he wrote most of his songs. Yep. Hello, somebody. So that's why God doesn't bless you with everything that you want. Because it might mess you up. But, but he will take care of you. The good gifts. He knows how to give good Yes. Amen. Amen. Is there anything anybody else want to say before we close tonight? <laughs> yeah, I just said, don't call me, don't call me. I look at, don't call me. Might not be in your destiny. 
He's going to bless you to do his will for your life. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Amen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hmm. So if you want to be blessed, be a blessing to others. Amen. That's the reason why God bless a lot of us. Because, like I said, we close our hands. Hello. We're going to uh, allow Jacob to have the last statement tonight. Jacob, you what you got to say? <laughs> okay. Shall we close with a word of prayer? Say anybody else? Okay. Let's close with a word of prayer. Yeah, get on your knees. Get on your knees. Get on your knees. I'm going to say a brief prayer and give you a moment to have a conversation with God, and then I'll close us. Father God, we come tonight, Lord, just asking you, Lord, that as a result of tonight's study, that we can begin our conversation with you, or that we can continue our conversation with you in a more fervent manner, Father, for we know that you are God and that you can bless us with good things according to your will, Father. And I pray, Lord, for everyone here tonight, Lord, that you will bless them, Father, with good things, Father. Father, you have some wonderful plans for many of the people in this sanctuary tonight, Father, but help them to develop a closer relationship with you, Father God. And we come, Lord, praying, Lord, for those that you would bless, Lord, with new homes, Lord. We come praying, Lord, for those that glorifying you, Father, that wants a new start, Father, for those that have seen how you work, Father, this last week, this last month, Father. We we thank you, Lord, for all the testimonies, for all the people who share tonight. And we pray, Father, that you would bless them in a special way, Father. Now, Father, I'm going to pause that your people within this place may call on your name. God, we thank you, Lord, for those that are in this place. And Father, we pray, Lord, that you hear the harsh cry of your people, Father, that you would answer them, Father, according to your will, Father. And we thank you, Lord, that you are a God who cares for us. You are a God who's like a parent and know how to give gifts to us, Lord. And we 
continue our conversation as we leave this place. Seeking you, Father, for all the good gifts, Lord, that you have for us, Lord. Because we heard tonight, Lord, that you are a generous God, Father. And we believe, Father, that you will bless your people according to your will. So, Father, we thank you. We praise you. We glorify your holy name, Father. Put your heads and protection around us all. Keep us safe, Lord, from all harm and danger. Until we meet again, Father, this Sunday morning to glorify and to worship your holy name. Put us on fire, Lord, that we might go out and tell others about Jesus Christ. Put us on fire that we might go out and tell others about. Hello again, this is Pastor Michael Eaton. I've been your host for today's program. And before we sign off, we just want to make sure that you have a personal relationship with God. You know, many people are waiting to have a personal relationship with God. They're waiting because they're trying to clean up their life or get right with God to stop smoking or cursing before they come to the house of the Lord. And you know what I tell them? There's nothing that you can do or stop doing that would make you right for a relationship with God. The thing that you must do, however, is take God's provision. You see, in order to get right with God, you have to meet him on his terms, and his terms is Jesus Christ. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the Bible says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. But the Bible also said that God demonstrated his love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died. God's only Son, God's love, Christ died for us. So in order to get right with God, you have to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you can do that today by praying this simple prayer. Dear God, I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus, and I believe in my heart that Jesus died for my sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day. Dear God, come into my life, come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Amen. And praise the Lord. If you pray that prayer for the first time, then the angels in heaven are rejoicing. For now you are a child of the living King. Because you're a child of the living King, you have to find God's family. And that's what the church is. The church is God's family here on earth. With love. Believe by faith that you've been born to the household of faith here at Bethlehem again. We're at 311 North Dunbar in Paul's Valley, Oklahoma, 55 miles south of Oklahoma City. We'd love to see you in our services. And if you're listening throughout the world, listening throughout the United States, Canada, United Kingdom, or even China, we're going to pray that God will deliver you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Bible-living church where you can grow up in the things of God. We want to thank you once again for listening. And again, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you need to find a church home. A baby born needs to be a baby born in the family because babies can't make it on their own. And if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are a spiritual baby. You must find a church home. 
Again, we want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to give us a final benediction. A benediction is a final blessing. Father God, we thank you, Lord, and we pray in Jesus' name that you would bless everyone at the sound of my voice, especially the new children of God. Deliver them safely to a church home and put your hedge of protection around us all. Keep us safe from our harm and danger until we meet again, either here in Cyber Church or in the service. We thank you, Father God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hello again. This and is Pastor Mike Lee Tom, the, the senior Lord. pastor of the Bethlehem Baptist Church in Pauls Valley, Oklahoma. We want to take this opportunity to see if God used this message in your heart. If if your life has changed, if God really spoke to you and touched your heart and changed the moment in your life, we just want to thank God for how he's working in your life, but we also want to take this opportunity to see if we can get you to sow a seed in the life of our church. Right now, we're entering into a building program, and we've calling this program Vision to Reality. And this is phase one of our building program, and I've told many of our members, you know, I may not serve at a mega church, but I do serve a mega God. Not living in a mega city. This is Paul's Valley. But we serve a mega God because we're heard all over the United States and different countries and kingdoms. And we're believing that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills where you are. And if you take a moment and go to our church website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com. And you can hear it. Uh, tap the link on the MySpace page or... Uh, just go to the front page of our website at www.heargodsword at Bethlehem.com and scroll to the bottom there. You'll see Vision to Reality, and that's where you can give to the building. And we, we want to do it kind of just like Obama did. it. He raised his funds. It was just people, ordinary, everyday people, $25 that helped him to raise millions of dollars in a economy that people were saying that is depressed. I think that's God. And I believe God can do it for us. And we want you to give. Once again now, if God has touched and moved and worked in your life as a result of you listening to this ministry, we want you to give to vision to reality and help us to make our building here in Paul's Valley, state-of-the-arts build a reality because you've taken time to give. 25, 50, 10, 100, and you may be able to do more. Whatever God is laying on your heart, we need you so we can build this vision to a reality. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Again, go to the website, www.heargodsword.com.